Hey friends, welcome to YYZ Podcast. My name is Melissa and I will be your host as we talk all things Toronto each and every week. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Sunday. That's all I got. Let's get started. Good news for anyone who likes free things and also happens to ride a bicycle, aka me, because there's a new app that rewards people who cycle around the city with free things that people actually want, including beer, food, swag. There's the app, which is called Bico, B-I-K-O. There have a number of Toronto partners that offer incentives that encourage people to bike as opposed to driving or I guess taking any other form of transportation. So they're offering free cold brew from Jimmy's, free gift cards, well, I guess gift cards in exchange for your activity from Fresh, $12 off orders from Foodora, other things, which I'm too lazy to name, but honestly, this doesn't seem like a bad thing. There is always the caveat that if you're getting free stuff, that generally means that it's coming at the cost of some things, so they're probably going to use your information. And they can also see your travel patterns. So if you want to be very big brothery about it, if you're not into that, I could see why. But to some extent, that's already happening anyway with your iPhone and with Google. So it's not really a far departure. And in that sense, you might as well get compensated by it if they're already getting your details. So if you like to bike around or if you don't, maybe it's time to bust out the bike anyway and get yourself some free stuff. Sad news for hat fans on Queen Street because another business is closing down. New Era, home of the signature fitted hat known for people who used to keep the tags on and define themselves by their head size. Or maybe that was just my high school, whatever. Anyways. New Era is closing their flagship store in Toronto. I know this is very disappointing for a lot of people, but it's also just another testament to what is seems to be a huge exodus taking place along this stretch of Queen West, I would say east of Peter Street. There are so many vacant storefronts and I'm just wondering, is it even profitable for the smaller businesses? Like I know New Era isn't necessarily small, but I feel like there really has been a decline in the businesses that are going into this space and there's so many vacant storefronts. So it's kind of like, what is the deal? And if you wanted your hat, you can't get it there anymore. So where are people going to go? They're stranded. Their heads are bare. It's concerning. If a Rexall goes into this location, I'm officially like I'm boycotting something. I can't do it. I do like Rexall though, so I have to be honest. Speaking of drugstores, one small step for Presto Kind. It was recently announced amid all the craziness going on with the TTC, Metrolinx, any other transit organization you can think of that operates in Toronto. A bit of good news-ish for Shoppers Drug Mart and Optimum Points people. We remember many moons ago, Shoppers Drug Mart said that they were interested in selling weed once it became legalized. So this is not that announcement. But that being said, transit users can now buy Presto cards at uh, select Shoppers Drug Mart locations throughout Toronto. One of the main gripes with Presto is how 
notoriously difficult it is to purchase these well to use the readers for one thing because half of them don't work properly and also just to purchase them as far as I know I think pretty much the only way to still purchase them is either online or at go kiosks and for people who don't live near go and who live near the TTC that pretty much leaves you SOL so everyone pretty much lives near a shoppers drug mart and while it's not been ruled out at every location this is hopefully a step in the right direction to making Presto more accessible and hopefully more reliable. Crucial detail I forgot to add. Here are the 10 locations that are currently offering Presto. Asian Court Mall, Eglinton and Dufferin, Hudson's Bay Center on Bloor, King and Peter, King and Strawn, Queen and Carla, Queen and Bathurst, Queen Street West, Weston and Lawrence and Westway Plaza. So if you're looking for Presto, make your way to one of those 10 locations. I'm not sure if anyone still remembers this, but I sure do because I had the exciting fortune of accidentally almost attending this festival. Not my decision, but you know, you got to give the people what they want. Anyways, the Mac and Cheese Festival originated or it first came on the scene, I want to say maybe three years ago, and it was in Liberty Village and it was basically a nightmare because they oversold and the lines were hours long to the point where you couldn't even sample Mac and Cheese. You just had to go into a line and commit to it and hope the Mac and Cheese was good Things were sold out early. There was a lot of garbage left over after the festival was over. And all in all, it was not a good situation. But that has not deterred the people who are behind the festival from giving it another try. This time in a new location, Ontario Place, which I'm glad to see is being utilized more thoroughly since it closed down a number of years ago because it's a huge lot. So it only makes sense that there would be exciting programming running out of there. Anyways, this festival, they're trying it again. It is June 2nd to the 4th, uh, like I said, at Ontario Place, and they are projecting 40,000 people to attend. So if you really can't get enough of mac and cheese and you're willing to wait in line for it, I say go for it, I guess. On that note, I was on Young yesterday and I witnessed the line for Halal Guys in the flesh. People were lining up on a Saturday to taste this food. Honestly, like, I don't know if I would be doing it, but at the same time, people are willing and good for you, I suppose. I am curious, but I'm just willing to wait a few more months to see how it pans out, aka once the line dies down. It's always good to see organizations using data for good. And in this case, I have to shout out Daily Hive Toronto for doing the Lord's work and creating an interactive map that shows all the grocery stores in the GTA that will soon be selling beer, cider, and wine right there in their aisles. This was something that the government initiated a few years back but it has been very slow to come into Toronto proper and I feel as though the pickings were slim. To be honest, I haven't been into a grocery store that has sold beer because I don't live by any that have, so this doesn't really feel too exciting for me yet. But I know in areas 
where this has actually been rolled out. I'm sure people appreciate the convenience, although I'm not sure what the selection is really looking like, to be honest. But at this point, you got to start somewhere. So can't even start complaining because the alternative of having nothing was way worse. Anyways, so Daily Hive did the Lord's work and has mapped out all of the locations. And I'm happy to see that there are a lot more in the immediate GTA and Toronto, downtown, as well as east and west areas. The west end actually does look a little sparse, but the east end has some locations. But still, 76 more, that's good. That's a step in the right direction. And the LCBO closes at 6. I don't know if they close the aisles down. I hope they don't, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did. But either way, it will be easier to pick up the stuff that you need. Honestly, think of all the times where you're, if you don't live near an LCBO, you've had to do a pit stop to go out of your way when you can just buy it in a single location. I feel like that makes sense for everyone because everybody wins. The retailer wins. The customer wins. We all win. I honestly feel as though life in Toronto has been a bit surreal. Last week, we had the Noah's Ark rains. And this week actually just yesterday, a bear was spotted on the loose in the north of Toronto, just out here living life. I mean, probably the most Canadian thing ever to have a bear just out in the loose, but not when you're in an urban environment. And I don't know if this has any correlation, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did. The Toronto Zoo workers uh, went on strike, so that don't panic. That doesn't mean there's no one there to watch the animals, but it does mean that the regular staff are on strike and the zoo management are taking care of the animals in the meantime. Striking workers include zookeepers, gardeners, public relations, yikes, you don't want that, and concession staff. As of right now, I don't think there's been any end date for this strike, but obviously not a good look. To be honest, I'm not a huge fan of zoos, just because, especially for tropical animals or animals who are not native to Canada, you know, it. I just feel bad that they're here because obviously they don't want to be here and they have those tiny little enclaves that aren't really conducive. And I get it. Sometimes it's a rescue effort or someone that, or not someone, an animal that would have died and they try to rescue, but... There are very well-managed zoos and there are zoos that aren't very well-managed, so... Overall, I feel like I just am more on the side of not being a huge fan of them. But all of that to say, at this point, I don't know who's going to be at the zoo because the workers aren't there. And I just feel like this is the industry or an area that you would not want to strike because then bears get on the loose. Like I said, don't know if there's any correlation, but that is traumatic. You would think... In an urban center, you wouldn't have to fear bears because you don't think that if you're living in Scarborough that a bear is going to be out there behind your home. But here we are, 2017. 2017 is just a year that I don't really know what to say, but it is really mixing things up. I think it was confirmed that the bear was shot, but this is some Jumanji levels of strange. (laughs) 
So the patron saint of all things bougie, Gwyneth Paltrow, who is known in part for her acting and also known for her yuppie bougie lifestyle blog, Goop, which is not a bougie name if you ask me, but I guess you didn't. Anyways, Gwyneth will be bringing all things Goop to Toronto at the Nordstrom location in the Eaton Centre until June 25th because apparently this is what the people want. And so the pop-up, which she is calling a pop-in, will feature clothing, accessories, beauty products, and home wear. And it will be centered around three themes, what we put on our bodies, what we put in our bodies, and how we treat our bodies. I can guarantee this is probably going to be overpriced things that you could find on Etsy or make at home or that you just don't need to purchase at all. But I mean, there are people who this definitely appeals to, but this is from a blog to article and it says, Goop and Paltrow have come under fire from the scientific and medical communities for promoting a variety of questionable and unproven practices, not limited to certain cleanses, detoxes, and vaginal jade eggs. So honestly, I would take all these Goop themed ideas with a grain of salt and keep your wallet closed and maybe your mind closed to some of these shady ideas but hey you know what I'm not here to tell you how to spend your money if you feel the spirit of the goop is speaking to you then by all means dive in all right friends we've reached the end of another episode you can find me on twitter at melissa hote that's at m-e-l-i-s-s-a-h-a-u-t-e if you haven't done so already you can subscribe to the podcast on itunes and google play feel free to leave a comment or a rating you can also now like the yyz podcast facebook page that's yyz podcast on facebook and if you want to send me an email with feedback information music you can do so at yyz podcast at gmail.com podcast music by simbo follow him on soundcloud peace <laughs>